0: be the love before pride and be the love. Be the
1: love. you are listening to be the love transcending through the shadows into a higher state of consciousness we are souls on the journey opening up the conversation to heal awaken and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency it starts with you everything you need is within you this is your time i am stacy Musiel.
0: and i am sam fernandez and we are your co-hosts at be the love podcast thank you for tuning in and ascending with us hop on board the ascension bus
1: I'm Lara from Light Post by Lara. I'm the Tigers of the Light.
0: This is Brad Panopoulos.
1: Hi guys, this is Nina Sauer.
2: This is Dig with Sacred Fire Arts.
1: Namaste, my name is Ischola Joy Davy, and you're listening to Be The Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be The Love, transcending through the shadows. I am Stacey Musial.
0: And I am Sam Fernandez.
1: And we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And thank you again so much for tuning in this week. If you've enjoyed listening to our show, we would be so grateful for a five-star written review on iTunes. Reviews really help our show become more visible and spread the word to others. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. Take another breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, breathing in light and love for yourself and breathing out that light and love and sending it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always have your breath to come back to today we have michael thornhill michael is a co-founder of casa galactica who offers healing and evolution for the dedicated inner truth seeker he is a professional channel curandero trauma-informed healer and an advocate of trauma-informed care he provides online trauma healing sessions and workshops to clients around the globe who are looking to liberate themselves from past trauma Michael believes that to heal trauma at the root cause, we require an all-encompassing approach that includes the mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Michael.
2: Hi, Stacey. Hi, Sam. Thank you for having me back. I thoroughly enjoyed chatting with you the first time, so it's an absolute honor and pleasure to be back with you here today. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. We really enjoyed our conversation last time as well. And so we're excited to dive into this today to learn more about what you've been up to since the last time we talked. So first, I'd like to just start off with the, the conversation of maybe for those of you who um, who aren't familiar with your work. Um, I'm wondering if you could share your own story of healing and evolution.
2: Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, I'm originally from Wales in the UK and I was born into trying to work out what to do with my life as most people are. And and I studied chemistry at university and that never really took me. And I ended up getting a job as a headhunter um, in a recruitment company and was just sucked into the rat race. And really my, 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 my intention was that it was to try and earn enough money to be able to be free from that and not have to do that type of work. Thankfully, I found myself now in a, in a place where I, I love the work that I do. But my story really was it, at those times of my life was I was heavily addicted to, to drugs, alcohol, many other things. And my life was spiraling out of control as a way to really deflect from the trauma that was hidden, that was repressed, that I was unable to come into contact with, and I didn't really have much will to live. Uh, I always thought I'd die before I was 30. Um, and drugs just seemed like a good way to go out, That I didn't, didn't really want to kill myself, but it was just like, I didn't really care about living. So I was just really just partying my life away and um, trying to make some money, trying to survive, and just trying to numb out the pain of, of what it felt like to exist. And I was fortunate that after my mother died, I had a bit of a wake-up call when I really really, really found that I, I was facing death in the face. I realized that that's really not what I really wanted, that I didn't really wanna die. And that propelled me forwards, uh, beginning with meditation and to try and search for something more until I found ayahuasca. And after an ayahuasca journey, I was able to see more about my life, my own calling, and that it was time to let go of this life that was in front of me, to let go of the work, the business that I'd actually been building up at the time, uh, the friends, uh, the culture. And I traveled to India and Nepal to study Reiki and yoga. And I didn't know much about these things, but it was kind of a, a mystery journey into the soul to really let go of a lot of things that I, I didn't even know were were stopping me from, from living as my truth. And for me, living truth is a continuous process of continuously letting go, continuously finding out what's more truthful, what's more more resonant, what's, what's more pure. After being in uh, India and Nepal, I found myself in the Peruvian Amazon where I began to drink ayahuasca and study with curanderos here, and began to work facilitating ayahuasca retreats and continuing to heal myself and learn and study with the plants in the Shipibo tradition. And throughout this process, began to uncover more and more layers of addiction, which was, in my case, uh, repressed memories from sexual abuse and violent ritual abuse that occurred as a child that I had zero zero clue about. So over the last four or five years or so, I've been on a journey of self-discovery of healing from that pain, that affliction, um, letting go of addictions, and really my passion, my work now is inspired by the the processes that I've been through, but through helping people on retreats and in my online trauma healing sessions and channeling sessions, I I help people find themselves through the pain, through the suffering, just to connect to that true self that's already free, that's already here, that already exists, and to help people to find a truer sense of self through letting go of all those things that that no longer serve us. Um, and that brings me here today where where I'm happily married with my wife, Jamie, and we run Casa Galactica together. And we are both able to provide services in alignment with our heart and our passion, which really is just to help people activate their intuition, to empower their healing, embody their truth. And that has many different forms. We offer online workshops, we offer um, plant spirit healing retreats, and know your out theaters. Um, at the moment, we're very much focused on our online work because we have a capacity to connect with more people, especially with different travel restrictions and other things with the pandemic that have continued. Uh, so it's really uh, a place for us now to be able to share what we've learned living here in Peru, in our own personal healing journeys and evolution journeys, to be able to connect with others.
1: Thank you for sharing that. It sounds like you've had quite the the journey um, getting to where you're at, and I can understand just the passion behind that. You know, just being, you know, experiencing that level of trauma and then being able to heal that, and you know give people the hope that you know that healing is possible even after such extreme traumas. because um, that does get you know that does get embedded into the psyche into the embodiment of the, you know the person. So um, using some of those tools and technique techniques, it sounds like you've learned so much along along the way around that um, and and now can you know have that knowledge um, and compassion to share that with others. And I'm wondering um, if you can talk a little bit about about that the link between healing and evolution.
2: Yeah, well, thank you, thank you for asking. For me, healing and evolution really go hand in hand, um, which is why I'll talk more about my new online healing evolution workshop series a little later. But the healing and evolution really is a rhythm because for me, on my journey, I, I I came here to heal myself from addiction. When I say here, I ended up found myself through it was I want to heal myself from addiction. And and through healing myself from addiction, and I when I say healing myself, it's a continuous process of healing from addiction. I I, I let go of drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, and the addictions of those a long time ago. Uh, now but this still doesn't mean that the addiction the addictive tendencies completely go you know find myself overeating or sometimes you know i'll i'll want to have too much cacao or other things and it's just it's a continuous process of healing the evolution part of that is being okay being okay with wanting to have a cacao being okay with wanting to have some other food and realizing that it's not right or wrong it's more of a uh, more of a choice but As I found myself healing from these different addictions and beginning to get in touch with the trauma, I begin to open an access to my multidimensional, my multidimensional abilities. And I say my multidimensional abilities, these are innate to each and every one of us, there's nothing special about me in this way, what I'm about to share. But I began to learn channeling, to connecting to spirits in the plant spirit realm, to be able to connect to different extraterrestrial beings, angels, guides. And to use these to begin to heal myself from these addictions. So I found that this expanded evolutionary part of myself was, wow, I'm not this body. I'm not this person confined in a body. Wow, all of these reality constructs that I thought were real are no longer, you know, holding true to me. And I was then able to work with what I was evolving with and understanding with to then go back to healing myself to heal deeper levels and layers. And within that, finding greater freedom for love uh, in my relationship, my marriage, and to be able to be of service to others. And then connecting out more and more to a more expanded sense of self and this purifying of the sense of self. And then recognizing that all things are one, that everything's from the same source, that everything continues to evolve and grow from from that oneness. So this interlink really has inspired me to create this workshop series because I, when I was originally healing trauma, I I worked with a great therapist and this really taught me how to go into the body, how to work in somatic styles with energy and feelings. And what the work with the plants and the work with channeling was doing alongside this was helping me to understand that I'm not the body at the same time. So this this meld between being very focused within the body, being very grounded in what this physical experience is, is, and then also noticing and realizing that there's more to the experience than this. beginning to identify less with the trauma, becoming less identified with the traumatized person, less identified with the limiting beliefs, the patterns and behaviors, and more able to experience this expanded sense of self. And that for me has been a quantum leap in my own healing journey that's helped me to feel more liberated to be able to move beyond this because there's so many points along the way. And that it's felt like, okay, I'm never going to heal. I'm never going to change. It's never going to get better. It's never, it's always going to be there. I'm always going to be this victim and I'm not a victim. And it's, and, and but it's like, do I really want to acknowledge and accept that I'm not a victim? Because on some level, there's some benefit to being a victim because it'll stop me stepping out. It'll stop me doing the things I'm here to do. And And mm-hmm. so there's these evolutionary parts of this. That's like, okay, wow, I have a choice in this. I'm still empowered in this process all the way through it. And I mean, I find that that's, that's been pretty liberating, bringing that choice back in. So I think that healing and evolution go hand in hand. And whatever you do, if you're with yoga or therapy or regression or psychotherapy or whatever it may be, I believe personally that, that healing and evolution is part of the soul's growth here on planet Earth in this in- incarnation. And acknowledging that healing and evolution are a part of that soul's discovery, and then allowing that flow between more healing and more evolution, more expansion, and then more coming back into what the contractions may be, what those limiting beliefs, what those behaviors are, and allowing them to be freed and then experience oneself as a more expanded state state, uh, in infinite consciousness and oneness. Um, So, yeah, that's, that's kind of my understanding, at least.
1: Uh, thank you for that. There's just so much in there that I want to unpack and uh, <laughs> uh, so many directions. I, I you know, um, one of those things, you know, is really, I think, you know, coming into that place of recognizing that, you know um, not being a victim, right? Because I think there can be a lot of that energy around, well, this happened to me, this happened to me. Um, but then when you can step into the power and so, step into your power, you know, um, and recognize that you're not a victim, you know, none of us are victims. We, we have experienced things, but now it's our responsibility to do the healing work and we can evolve, um, through that, that trauma, um, but recognizing that we're not our bodies. Um, you know, we, we live in this body, but essentially we're, you know, we, you know, coming into, um, a greater awareness um that, you know, we're we're one and this is just our vessel and we can, you know, there's more to it than that. And so I'm wondering too if you could talk a little bit more about that piece and what it truly means to let go. Um, because I think sometimes people, you know, there's this resistance, you know, of letting go and and um, letting go of the trauma or the old stories that are there and, and constructed. Um, and so, because I think there's that tendency to want to hold on to those because it keeps, keeps people safe, right, um, at times, mm-hmm. it, that false sense of safety. Um, so I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit more about that.
2: Yeah, for sure. In my experience, we're only afraid to let go of the things that we think we need, but we don't really need them. Because if we really needed them, then we wouldn't truly want to let go of them. So in my experience, there's an identification and the difficult things to let go of are the things that we think we want, but we don't actually want them, but we believe that we want them. And the imagery comes forth of imagining a child holding on to helium balloons and holding on to the helium balloons, and then just letting go of the grip of those helium balloons. And there's just that letting go of the grip, and the helium balloons can represent the trauma, it can let that just going back, you can imagine the sky going into the sky or moving back to source going back to oneness. So it's a very passive, a very passive experience, it's just letting go of the grip, and then letting that trauma go back, letting that Limiting beliefs, the pain, the trauma just dissolve back into that oneness. But to continue with that analogy, if we believe that those balloons are our happiness, then we won't let go. But really, in the analogy of the small child, the happiness has been projected onto the balloons when really the happiness is probably to be found in loving, compassionate relationships with the family fulfilling environment at home to be nurtured but when we put our projections of that happiness onto an object outside of ourself then we hold on to that because we feel like that object is the only thing that's going to bring that happiness to us so it's really a letting go of any object that we have in our life any concept any person any any relationship any environment that we're projecting our happiness onto it and letting go of that and trusting that if we truly let go then anything that is for us will still remain but just like a flower it will more than likely blossom and grow into something more than what it is in its current state mm. just something that if a chicken was cooped up in a cage it wouldn't have its full experience to be able to roam around in a field and be free so it's an uncaging of ourselves to experience ourselves as a multidimensional free being that's able to create and do things freely but there's a process of letting go it's not creating or learning or or trying to find yourself because yourself is already here it's already present it's just a letting go to what is already there it's a letting go of the idea of who we think we are to allow our true self to become present our true self to be nurtured and that's mm-hmm. a passive experience in, in my experience
0: yeah, yeah and i i uh I love everything that that you just said, and and the analogy of the helium balloons. It actually just uh, brought into my mind this uh, guided meditation on YouTube, where it's the the same thing, you know, your your traumas or whatever. But instead of helium balloons, it's a rope tied around your waist with an anchor attached to it, and you're walking down this beautiful beach, but you can't enjoy anything around you because you've got this heavy anchor attached. And then later on in the meditation, it talks about. You know, now imagine a knife in your hand. And you're cutting the rope. You lose the the anchor. You lose the rope. Now watch the ocean take the anchor and the rope in and start to dissolve the anchor. You know, so it's um kind of kind of the the same premise. Um, but you know, you're 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 completely right. I mean, it does doesn't necessarily have to be, uh, you know, trauma related negative uh, things that we. Are refusing to let go of it could be you know like you said projecting our happiness onto something, and we're so afraid to lose that thing that we have projected our happiness on, that now that becomes a fear, and now it becomes something that you know we need to hold on to for dear life. Um, Where, like you said, if if we would just let go, um, of basically whatever, you know whatever fear whatever, what we think you know we can't live without if we let that go, then, you know, like you said, with the flower, it just, you know, just watch it blossom, you know, just watch it kind of take shape and, and, you know, kind of, kind of take off from there. Um, But I do, I do like, you know, it's, it's a very, um, a very, I think, kind of honest way of just, you know, explaining how to actually let go of your trauma, actually let go of your fear, you know, and it's, it's, you know it's it's rough, and you know you mentioned with your with your background how rough and it could actually be, you know. And um, but uh, one thing that I was that I was curious with you were you were referring to multidimensional and multidimensional healing. Now, can you uh, explain a little bit more of what multidimensional healing is, and you know how one could could you know um, experience the multidimensional healing?
2: Yeah, for sure. We could do a little guided meditation if you'd like to do that.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Do you want to do that now? Or or would you rather do that towards the end? Yeah, I think we
2: could just do just do a few minutes just to to breathe into that. And then we can talk about what's going on. It feels like it could be experiential way if that sounds okay with you both. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, Mm -hmm. okay. So just invite you to breathe into your hearts and just allow your heart to open and just visualize your heart opening beyond the physical heart space and just allowing that to open out into the cavity of the chest just breathe in allowing the breath to allow that to illuminate and to open and expand out beyond the body out beyond the mind you begin to realize and recognize a sense beyond the physical body beyond the mind that something that is here is present beyond this experience which you are usually having Just allowing this light to emanate outwards, just like a light emanating from a jar or a candle in a jar, recognizing that the light expands beyond the container, that the container in this sense, the body does not contain within it, does not restrict the light from escaping from emanating and just recognizing and breathing into that spaciousness of that light and noticing how that is beyond the body. And into this space, just inviting your higher self to be present, to be your guide and allowing your higher self to begin to merge with you and inviting your higher self to begin to heal any areas or tension within the body and just surrendering and offering any pain, any suffering out to the higher self just like the light moves beyond the body, just like the light is not contained within the body, just allowing the pain and the trauma to soften and also to dissolve, to move outward like a gas into the atmosphere, back to source and oneness. As you're breathing into that space and just allowing yourself to feel connected to the floor to the earth and allowing yourself to grow roots down into the ground and letting that dissolve into the ground and just coming back to centered oneness just breathing here for a few more seconds so i would say something like this is an example of multidimensional healing it's when you recognize that you are more than this body when you begin to call on your higher self, oneness, source, creation, the universe, or a myriad of different beings and angels and guides and allowing the intelligence contained within these energies to begin to do the healing work with you. So in ayahuasca ceremonies, which we work within, what we studied in the Shipibo tradition, it is common knowledge in the Shipibo tradition that the spirits do the healing work, the plant spirits do the healing work. Mm-hmm. And in the multidimensional healing that, that I offer, that we offer here at Casa Galactica outside of ayahuasca ceremonies, myself as a channel and, and Jamie as an intuitive and medium, we work with spirit to connect others to their true self, to help connect to the true self. And a part of that is a remembering that you're more than this body and allowing the healing energy of the plants of spirits, which are in spirit form. It's not necessary to take ayahuasca, it's not necessary to take mushrooms or any plant medicine to be able to connect with spirit although it is very beneficial in many ways to do this it's not the only way to connect to spirit so multi-dimensional healing is in many ways uh, contained within ayahuasca or plant medicine ceremonies but this is one way that multi-dimensional healing can occur so in the work that, that i provide in the healing evolution online workshop series we dive deeper into multi-dimensional healing in this sense in this way through healing songs, Icaros, being able to help bring those spirits in so people can have an experiential connection to spirit and learn how to work with this in their own way. So all the work that that I offer in this way with spirit is about empowering the person, the healer to heal themselves. It's not about going to a person to get fish it's about learning how to fish yourself to use that Mm -hmm. that age-old analogy so the work with spirit that that comes through me at this moment in time is all about empowering everyone to to be able to heal himself and to connect to their own spirit family to their own oneness and allow that to begin to to heal so we're all multi-dimensional beings we are all having multiple simultaneous lifetimes in different universes and different realities. And we're all connected to a higher self, a higher aspect of ourselves, and we're all connected to source or one creation or oneness, whatever you would like to call this. So multidimensional healing is really beginning to access those different layers. Just like if you were going to a hospital and say, if you had a hospital and you were on the first floor of the hospital and all these different doctors were in the first floor of the hospital, you could say that like non-multidimensional healing would just be dealing with what is available on the first floor of the hospital. And these healers on that first floor of the hospital are very trained and well and good and very useful and very beneficial. But then you can start to recognize that there are different healers on the second floor, the third floor, the fourth floor, and the fifth floor, and the sixth floor, and so on. And that you can go up and begin to access these different energies and learn to communicate with these different energies within the same building. And then begin to bring those different energies and layers into your own experience of healing. So it's really a, a releasing of the veil of illusion to be able to connect to these things that are available to you here, here and now. And this is what I teach with spirit to be able to help you to connect to those different aspects of yourself, those different energies and vibrations to be able to heal yourself. And then ultimately in a lot of the work that we provide is then teaching people how to work with this in ethical ways to be of service to others. But in the healing evolution online workshop series, this is more about healing oneself and it's a foundation for then going to do work with other people.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. And that was a really beautiful meditation. I, you know, it's one of my favorite things to do is when I'm, you know, meditation is really bringing in that light and recognizing, not, not just bringing in the light, but recognizing I am the light. So it's already within me. Right. And so I think when you said, yeah, give a person, um, you know, teach them how to fish rather than giving them the fish. I think that's a really important message because recognizing that we all have the ability to heal no matter what you've been through, no matter what, you know, traumas or upbringing or experiences people have had. Um, There's the potential, you know, for, for them to heal themselves, you know, through, through these means. And I think that's really, really powerful, um, the powerful message. And um, so thank you for, for sharing that meditation with us. No, and, thank you yeah nice and so i'm wondering um if you can talk a little bit more just about you know uh, the kinds of tools and things that you are going to be offering in the workshop
2: yeah for sure so the workshops that we have available firstly there's a, a free workshop that i'm offering on saturday the november the 13th which is just a 2 hour workshop called the path of healing evolution where I'll be going into and giving more of an overview of the tools, which are going to be shared without the entire workshop series that's that's being offered over the next six months or so. And the other workshops are six hours, so a three-hour session in the morning plus an hour lunch and then a three-hour session in the afternoon. And we have multiple topics that, which we'll be teaching on. And when I say we, I mean myself and spirit. And the fundamentals of healing trauma. And next one, embracing your inner child, bringing an addiction to light, triggers as portals for evolution, and dissociation, it's not your fault. So this is a a wide range of of topics that have come that I would like to begin teaching and sharing about to help people to find foundational tools for these aspects of one's own healing journey that have been paramount for me to be able to become more of an expert in my own energy in regarding these fields. And I found that through healing myself with these different topics or through these different topics, it's given me a great foundation in my life, my work, my love, my relationships, my, my interaction with others. So that's the kind of container that's being, being created over, over the next six months, uh, beginning in November. So you're all invited to, to join for the, for the free workshop and see if you like it. And and if you have any questions after that, I'll be answering questions in that workshop as well. And you can always contact me on email via our website at casagalactica.com. So in that container, I work through channeling with spirit, sharing from my own experience, sharing from my higher self. And there is teaching sessions. There's an hour and a half teaching session in the morning, an hour and a half teaching session in the afternoon where I'll be teaching on those topics and then answering questions and channeling guidance in regards to people's personal questions and questions for the collective. So this is really like a teaching and learning environment for people to come together as a group to be able to share that experience. And through that, there'll be guided meditations, there'll be experiential uh, practical exercises and guidance and homework to really create a curriculum that's going to help you master that topic to become a master of your own energy within that field and then to be able to continue to flourish and grow way beyond the workshop the workshops like ground like the the, the level the level ground the ground on the level so that you can you can move you can move beyond that and to continue to to flourish and, and blossom and then what I'm really excited about, and, and this is drawn a lot from the work that I do in my one-on-one uh, trauma healing sessions with, with clients online, is the multidimensional healing ceremony, in which guided through guided meditation, but then also the channeling of Icarus, which is from the Shipibo tradition of, of plant spirit healing or uh from the Amazon rainforest where, where I've been training and, and living in this region. Bringing through the energy from plant and multidimensional healing from spirit in a setting that helps people to connect to the truth of who you are. So it's through creating a vibratory field that helps you to experience, integrate the teachings on an experiential level and to be able to heal and release trauma at the the soul level, at the body level, and to be able to connect to, to the true self. And this is all guided through and broken up with meditations, instructions, and I don't know what that's going to be like. That's the the, the beauty of of working with spirit is that the container has been set, but it's really a, a playing field for spirit to to evolve and and grow, and and that'll be very much dependent upon who joins in that group because the higher selves of everyone who's in that group will create the container, will create the content, will create that atmosphere and environment to to get the most out of it. And then in addition to to this, there is also a sharing circle um, so that people can connect to each other and create connections if they want with others to be able to share about personal experiences, share about what's been happening on the day in that workshop, but also to share more vulnerable about perhaps what's been going on in personal circumstances and life. So this takes place over six hours and we'll go in between different sections and on the website you can see the full itinerary of how that what topics will be taught within each within each workshop and a breakdown of that but in addition to that the whole workshop is recorded Uh, excluding the sharing circle because we want to keep that sacred, but the the whole workshop's recorded so that you can get access to the workshop and replay because there's going to be a lot of information, a lot of practical guidance that when you re-listen to it two or three times and use that like a textbook, if you will, to create your own healing practice around those topics, you're going to begin to transform trauma that has been keeping you limited in a a version of yourself that wants to break free. You want to break free from that and this workshop is an answer to the calling of humanity wanting to take its next step. And this is my answer to that calling of being in service as best as I can mm-hmm. to bring through whatever wants to come through me um, in this way. So to show up, to, to be present with you all and, and to help you heal. And the context of that, as we've mentioned, is healing and evolution, that you already have your own healing and evolution path, whether you listen to anything else, whether you've never even listened to this podcast or you're doing your own complete thing and you're not even into spirituality, I believe that everyone is on their own path of healing and evolution. And that's a multi-dimensional, a multi-lifetime game. It's a multi-lifetime experience. So for me, this workshop will help you accelerate that process of healing and evolution in alignment with whatever your passion, your truth your goals are on here at a soul level and also on a relative physical level in your your life, your work, your relationships. So it's really jam-packed and that's why it's taken a full day um, to be able to really go deep into this, to be able to answer people's questions and to be able to connect with the group and to be able to create an environment for people to learn, love, heal, and grow.
1: Thank you for sharing that. And I'm wondering like, If you could speak a little bit about what would be your ideal client or, um, person to sign up for the course, what are, um, who would be, I guess we say, right for signing it up, signing up for it.
2: It's a great question. Thank you for asking. On a simple level, I would say if you're wanting to heal and evolve and you don't even know what that means but if you're recognizing that I want to heal and I want to evolve, then there will be something there for you. On a deeper level, it requires courage to be able to look at yourself. It requires an openness to see things about yourself that you have not seen before, to be able to see the blocks that are unconscious so that you can liberate yourself from these blockages. So bringing things into awareness can be a little bit uncomfortable. It's really designed for people who are ready to do their own work. If you're not ready to do your own work, if you're not wanting to do your own work, if you're not wanting to see yourself, it's probably not the right place for you. So for me, we look for dedicated inner truth seekers and and that's what we call healing evolution for the for the dedicated inner truth seeker it's really about being dedicated to that inner truth being dedicated to yourself and on a more expansive level in service to others about here what it is that you're here to share with this world so service to others or service to all so this is really an environment where you can come and heal yourself so that you can ignite your passion Free from limitation, free from those blocks, free from traumas, so that you can go out and do whatever it is that you want to do in this world, whatever you're here to do in your own path of healing and evolution, and however you want to connect with others to help them heal, grow, and evolve. So people who are committed, courageous, and ready to see themselves, and on some level are ready to to heal and evolve. And really, you should probably have an openness to working with spirit, to channeling, to to being open to something that is beyond the physical realm, because even though I'm going to be transmitting in an environment where I'm in a human body and you're all in a human body, there's many different spiritual components to this. So if you feel like that you're not really open to spirit, then it's probably not the best for you, but you don't need to be understanding or fully believing in everything. To need to go, you need to say, "I'm 100% into it. I 100% believe in all of this." It's more of an openness to say, "I'm ready to heal and evolve." Something that has been spoken here today has awakened something within me, and I know beyond my mind that some of these words are resonating with me, and it makes sense. Then, if you feel that, I invite you to come to the free workshop, and then you'll get an even greater taste for that to see what is it is about in a more contextual setting where we'll do a multidimensional healing ceremony um, and we'll answer some questions and it'll be a little bit more experiential for you to be able to go in similar to the meditation here today. And then you can make your own mind up for it if it is for you. And if you want to continue on the journey and to dive into some of those deeper topics.
0: Absolutely.
1: Thank you. Um, and also I'm wondering too, like what your vision is or what you've, if you've thought about this, like how the work that you're doing right now, how it's, you know, the individuals and they, they're attracted to your program and they come in. Um, how do you feel like that is supporting the macro level, the global level of trauma healing that we see on such a big scale?
2: Another great question. Thank you, Stacy. The overall or the overarching passion and purpose for me bringing this together is that I believe in a trauma-informed world, a trauma-informed planet, where more and more people are able to understand what trauma is. And and if we gain even just 1% or 2% more awareness of what trauma is, how it affects us, how our trauma unconsciously affects other people and how other people who are absolutely in a painful state or emotional state and unable to get out of it, then there's an ability to say, "Oh, I, I have compassion for that. I know. I know more about what trauma is. I know how that's affecting me, and I know how it affects other people. Oh, I, I know some techniques that have helped me, and then maybe I can share about what's helped me with other people. And then I believe that we create this momentum where more and more people begin to talk about trauma, where it doesn't be. It's no longer a taboo." where you no longer have to repress these things, whether it be or uh, shame or sexuality or guilt or anger or whatever it may be that might have been arising. If we take the shame out of that and we invite a conversation, yeah. imagine what we could do. Mm. And when one person talks about it, it becomes, it becomes a, an open environment for, for others to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. And, I've been very fortunate in myself that when I when I found myself looking for something more than the addiction, I was able, uh, through my higher self and a blueprint that was set forth for me, able to move into the environment of being in India and being in Peru and immerse myself for the last five years. Um, Sorry that the dog just ran over the top. If you heard that, (laughs) someone I think was at the door. Apologies. Um, I had this blueprint set out for me. To heal myself and to surround myself with other people, traditions, uh, mystical traditions that are all based upon healing. If I didn't have that, I wouldn't understand the level of of myself through healing of this trauma. And I don't think that I would have been able to move through the level of trauma that I've experienced at such uh, an efficient or rapid rate, mm-hmm. relatively. So what I found is that if we create an environment where trauma is informed, where people are informed about trauma, people are able to connect with others, people are able to talk about trauma, to learn, to be able to receive healing, and then this is where the evolution comes in, and then recognize that this whole experience that we're having on life on planet earth isn't the end game, that there's something more than this, and then humbly recognize that we don't know everything. We, in fact, don't know that much about the entirety of experience, then it creates and cultivates a fertile ground for growth, for healing and evolution. And for us to shift from third to fourth density, to shift more into the love-based, the universal compassion, understanding for all beings, firstly, we have to see where we're blocked from feeling that love from ourselves. And when we can bring that love back to ourselves, then we can begin to allow that to emanate over and over and outwards. And that's when the shift begins to become real on planet Earth, when we, we move beyond separation, We move beyond left and right. We move beyond different political parties or whether you've been vaccinated or whether you've not been vaccinated or whether you're from this country or this country or whatever your spiritual beliefs are, it doesn't matter. It's coming back to that compassion that we can have compassionate and acceptance for all beings, no matter where their background is from, no matter what they've been through. And we can begin to offer compassionate care for others. And we can begin to create the society, cultivate that conscious connection with others that we want for ourselves. Because, I honestly believe that everybody wants that, that, that community. Everybody wants that connection. Everybody wants that unconditional love. But I think we're just so afraid to ask for it because we've been let down so many times. We're afraid I, to know that that's, that's, that's available for us, but it is. And it's a big part of my own process currently at the moment is just recognizing that this is, this is here. This is now, this is available. So this is me in my own way, showing up to help create that, to be a beacon in whatever way that I can to say, this is what I would like to bring forth in there. This is the world that I would like to live in. And I believe that the healing of trauma and the connecting to source, to the infinite oneness, connecting to our own multi-dimensionality is a way to accelerate that growth and light and lead away and a path for others who want that similar and shared experience.
1: Thank you so much for for sharing that. I think, um, you know, you hit so many nails on the head. You know, as far as like there, there's this, I think, culture that we've built too around spirituality, around like, you know, we have to focus on the good. We have to, you know, um, there's a spiritual bypassing, right? And so of like all the 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 trauma. And and there's so much trauma on in the world that. It can be easy to negate the healing parts, the trauma, and you know, only focus on the good. But but recognizing that, you know, when we when we start having conversations, you know, and start to, you know, recognize that we we live in, you know, there's a lot of shame in the world, right? But when we start having conversations, it starts to kind of um, take that charge out of it, you know, and we can recognize that there's a lot of healing that can occur that needs to occur on this planet. And so I just, you know, I think it's beautiful, just, you know, we can go into this, you know, the the fifth dimension, but it, it's, there's also, you know, recognizing there's also the shadow side, the trauma that um, people, you know, have to go through they have they can't just ignore that and you know recognizing you know that love from within that healing so yeah thank you for
2: thank you that's beautiful
1: absolutely so i'm wondering um if you could share some tips for people staying grounded through spiritual and or not spiritual but challenging times
2: yeah for sure um just before I do that, I'd just like to to respond to what you say i think I think really, uh, following on from what I just said previously as well, is that the the healing evolution for me is striking a balance between being present with trauma as it arises but then not becoming stuck within that victim mentality. Mm-hmm. and I think that that's like that for me has been a powerful part of my own healing process to be stuck in the victim mentality, to be stuck in the process, to be stuck in the shadows and just continuously digging and going. And then almost like digging a deeper hole for myself without having that, that other side of it to be able to lift up out of the hole. So the healing and evolution really is that the, the best of my ability to create a balance between being present without bypassing anything, whilst also searching for that more expanded state where everything's already okay, where everything's already healed, because ultimately on that level, at source level, everything's all fine, everything's all okay, that we're already healed. So it's like, how do we be present with that trauma healing on the physical level, on, on the personal level, on the earth level? And then how do we start to access those parts of ourself, which have already integrated all the lessons of that healing, that mean that we don't need to keep playing out that same circumstance, that same event over and over again. How do we move beyond that level without bypassing anything? How do we integrate the lesson? How do we integrate the learning and how do we bring forth a more expanded, universally loving and conscious state that we can start to shift and change reality for ourselves and and then emanate that outwards. So, to follow on from that and tips for staying grounded, firstly, it's with regards to just feeling uh, roots moving down into the ground. So, just invite you to breathe into your heart spaces again. Just visualize from the bottoms of your feet, from the base of your spine, just roots beginning to grow down into the ground beyond the topsoil, beyond any rocks, beyond. Any obstructions and just allowing yourself to feel that connection to the earth, just allowing any tension and stress to begin to move down into the ground. Just practicing that meditation daily or as often as you can, or any time that you feel stressed and overwhelmed and just briefly just gone into a short idea of what that is. You can take that in its own way, but just allowing that tension, that stress when it arises just to move through the body into the earth, just allowing that to move through into the earth. You can also do that if you're lying down horizontally, just noticing every part of the body, which is touching the bed or the floor where you're lying on, and then just noticing parts of the body, which are not touching the floor and just seeing what it would feel like if they were touching the floor and then just noticing and just allowing any areas of the body that are feeling tension, just allowing those to float into the ground as well and to dissolve. So you can take those meditations as you want. So this is the, the idea of visually grounding the energy or physically grounding the energy. Then finding conscious friendship groups, or conscious groups, which is also a part of the work and having group workshops, is to be able to connect with others, but it's also support groups to be able to find others that you can talk to when you're feeling ungrounded. And you can say, "Hey, I'm having a hard time. I need some help." So really I would say to summarize that, asking for help whether that be in working with a professional trauma healer in online sessions or in person, connecting with a therapist or something like that, beginning to say, I need some help. I'm going to trust that someone out there has had more experience with this than me or has had experience with people who are going through stuff like this. I'm going to learn from them and I'm going to allow them to help me. And that can be a very, very grounding experience.
1: I think that's a really key piece. I'm sorry to interrupt, (laughs) but you're done. Um, I was just going to say, I think that's a really key piece, you know, having that, those social outlets, someone that you can connect with and share your experiences and recognize that you're not alone. Because I think, you know, we've we've also built a culture around individualism and, you know, this isolation. And so when you can share and reach out to somebody that won't judge you and gets it, you know, that also reduces the shame and recognizes that you know you aren't you're not alone you know and and in this life, even though sometimes it can feel lonely going through those experiences, so thank you for adding that in there. I think that's important
2: no oh, i I really resonate with that, yeah, and um the third one that I would say is spending time out in nature and connecting with trees and connecting with trees he, We've heard the expression of being a tree hugger. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily physically need to go and hug a tree, but I invite you to spend some time just connecting to the energy field. And like the point number one, being next to that tree, even if you put your hand on the tree or being near it or just sitting near it and allowing that root meditation that we've done, allow yourself to connect with the roots of that tree and ask that tree for guidance, ask that tree to help you, ask that tree to begin to help you heal. and on our website on our growth portal at Casagalactica.com, there's also a meditation that helps you to connect with trees, to help to channel trees, to connect with trees. and you can take that with you if you want and be outside of the tree and listen to that, help yourself ground. And then another one if something is feeling like these things are a little bit too active or perhaps you're just feeling totally ungrounded and it's really, it's really difficult and you can't even find yourself being able to meditate or sit. And it's just, you're feeling too dissociated, perhaps find a spiritual book or a, a lecture or a talk from one of your spiritual teachers, or relisten to to something like this or something, one of these podcast episodes or any of the podcast episodes here that have found uh, with the be the love podcast that you found particularly Open and expansive for you. Go back and just re-listen to something like that, and just allow that to to help connect you to that. And you can just just let just let someone else do the talking for you, and just let someone else take you back as well. And then, oh, one of my personal favorites is maybe eat some food. Sometimes problems don't seem as bad after you've maybe if you're hungry or you're tired. Maybe you need some rest. Maybe you can just take a nap for half an hour. Maybe you're a little bit hungry. Eat something. And that can sometimes just shift things as well. So if you're feeling overstretched, overwhelmed, just do a check-in and see some self-care and exercise also is a good one as well. So whatever that resonates there, perhaps one or a combination of all those things that can help bringing you back into this physical vessel for this lifetime and allow you to expand upon the next part of your journey, Mm -hmm. wherever you may be. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. And I have to say, like, you know, just, you know, one of my favorite things to do is go for a hike, you know, when I'm, you know, feeling maybe a little stressed or any, just, you know, when I'm feeling disconnected, it's always, you know, I always feel reconnected when I go out for a hike. And I will go to a tree and hug that tree and really connect with it. So I'm, yeah. (laughs) And that really helps, you know, just feel the energy of the tree. Get grounded, just be with that, be one with the tree, be one with nature um, and that brings me back to center it's really powerful
0: yeah and i'm a I'm actually the uh fan of eating your eating advice <laughs> um because you know even though yeah our our bodies are you know they're only a vessel and they're only temporary well we still need to listen to them while you know while we're in them you know so if if they're telling you to eat or to you know take a catnap or you know something like that listen listen to it
2: absolutely sam
1: absolutely so michael uh tell our listeners again how they can find you and um maybe how they can sign up for your introduction call
2: great well thank you thank you both for having me here today it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you So if anything has resonated here or you find anything interesting, you can visit our website. It's www.casagalactica.com and you can click on the online program section or you can just go to casagalactica.com forward slash programs and then you will see a plethora of information, some more videos, really in detail content telling you exactly what each workshop contains and you can find all that information there. So when you go to the first workshop which is for saturday november the 13th you can click on that and then you can find more information about that and you can click sign up which is totally free it's the first free 2 hour workshop and then you'll get an email with the information on how to join and yeah we'll we'll see you there so that's the first step a completely free opportunity for you to connect to learn more and to experientially have an understanding about what we have in store for this this entire workshop series the next thing to do then would be to check out all the other workshops and maybe you don't need to wait until the first workshop to have a look at what's in store because perhaps you might have some questions about the upcoming workshops that you would like answered in the first free workshops you can come there with any questions you may have and yeah please uh, feel free to contact me via our contact form on our website if you have any any questions, or you can just send me an email at Michael at com as well. And yeah, we also have an offer on for anyone who's all in and uh, saying, yeah, this is it. I really want to commit to my healing over these next five or six months. Then you can also find on our website a discount code where you'll get $125 off the entire workshop package. And you can find that on our website there. It's only valid till the 19th of November though. And it's for those people, as we were asking, who are committed. Uh, that's why you won't find it at the top. You'll have to scroll all the way down to the bottom. So if you scrolled all the way down to the bottom and you've seen all the workshops, you'll find it there hidden at the bottom for those who are all in. Um, so yeah, I invite you to to check out the website. You can also check out our growth portal as well, because we also have different uh podcasts. Uh we also have our last Be the Love podcast on there as well and some other articles and meditations as I mentioned here. And you can browse our website and yeah check more out and please feel free to contact me if you have any questions. And uh I'd love to see you and connect with you on the 13th. And yeah, from there you can see if it if it's part of your heart's desire, if it's part of your path here, if you feel like it's going to help you learn and grow. Then uh yeah I'm I'm here and happy to be a service.
1: And we will add all of those links um, as well to our, to your show notes for your episode. Great. Well, thank you, Michael, again, for being here with us today and sharing the space for this comp- conscious conversation. It's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you for listening to our show. Stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5 AM mountain standard time. And if you've enjoyed listening to our show, we would absolutely love a five-star written review on iTunes. And of course, please share the love by sharing it with your friends. And if you want to support the work that we're doing, please consider making a donation to our show by visiting our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash Be The Love Podcast. And until next time, love yourself, love each other, and love the world. We love you.
0: Love you guys. Take care. We'll talk to you later.
1: We at Be the Love podcast are honored to be supporting the Komodi Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization in Uganda that is working to build a school that will promote and support healthcare, education, skills development, feeding the hungry, human rights, and environmental defenders. Their goal is to work with young mothers and single mothers, street children, and vulnerable families who lack nurture as they guide them to become productive individuals, which will lead to a productive generation. Please see our show notes on how to become a donor, mentor, volunteer, or sponsor.
0: Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynmusic.com. And thank you, Chrissy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphics.
1: And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey. And thank you for hopping on the Ascension Bus with us. And remember, there is always a seat for you.